Welcome to the Intelligent Equity Podcast. The mission of this podcast is simple, to help consumers understand residential mortgage lending and the concept behind building equity and living the American dream. Now, here's your host, Ryan Kiefer. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Intelligent Equity, the podcast about all things financial with a focus on real estate and mortgage. Today, I have a very special guest here with us, Ms. Shelley Parks with Colwell Banker Heritage. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Thanks thank for, you very much for having me. Thanks for being here. Been trying to get you on for a while, so we're glad to have you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for making a drive down. You're out of the Dayton market primarily? Correct, yes. Okay. We're licensed in um, the state of Ohio, but primarily I sell in the okay. Dayton market. Some of the northern Cincinnati market I'm familiar okay. with also, so it'll kind of extend a little bit right. there, but primarily the Dayton yeah, market. It's becoming kind of one big, almost suburb now, or yes. one big city yep. uh, with the corridor there and the way that's been built up over the years. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself You know, and your background, how long you've been in the business, that sure. kind of thing. I've been selling real estate for a little over 15 years. Mm -hmm. Immediately, I got involved in the new construction market, started selling um, and focusing more on some new construction. I do general real estate as well, but a lot of it is uh, new construction. And with that, brings us into our luxury market with Coldwell Banker. A couple years ago, Coldwell Banker launched a global luxury division. Basically, they went into every market um, and said, what is luxury in that market? Mm-hmm. And the Dayton market in Cincinnati, it is any home defined $500,000 or right, above. Okay. So just the nature of my business selling kind of custom luxury homes, mm-hmm. I fall a lot into that global luxury market. Okay. It's a good market to be in. It is. Yeah, yeah. Well, new construction, that's not something that we've talked about on here before. So would love to learn more about that, you know, some of the ins and outs. Sure. Great business to be in right now, I would think, because of the lack of inventory that we continue yes. to have yes. out there. So we need more more new construction. So tell us a little bit about, you know, 15 years at it. You obviously um, have, I'm sure, plenty of tips for us on new construction. Yes. I've worked with various um, builders over the years. Basically, my buyer is my top priority. So I will mm-hmm. position them with a builder that, you know, they're going to work well with. Right. Um, but right now I am representing uh, Clemens Companies, which okay. is a Bellbrook-based business. They've been building and developing for over 30 years on the higher-end custom home. Okay. And I do the marketing and sales for them, but I'm also a re- realtor for Coldwell Banker, so I kind of do both. You do both. Okay. Okay. So um, I guess what are some tips then? New construction, completely different animal versus someone buying an existing home, you know, where they write a contract, maybe close in 30 days and then get to move in right away. What's, uh, how's that differ with new construction? Uh, a lot of the new construction builders um, nowadays in the pure custom mm-hmm. market, they're not, you have to find a lot first. And a right. lot of these builders will build on any lot um, okay. as long as it's within the vicinity that they're building. So lot selection is a huge deal. And everyone always asks, you know, which comes first? Do I design my home? Do I pick my lot? And right. honestly, both. You have to kind yeah. of have both in mind right. uh, because every house is different. It has to work on that yeah. particular lot. And we can go into more detail about that. Yeah. Well, I'd imagine the price point that you're dealing with, the 500 and up, those mm-hmm. take a little longer than, say, $150,000, $200,000? Yeah, they do, they do because... With the more production homes, the supplies are, you know, dropped off on a schedule. You know, you get your lumber package dropped off on site and things like that. It's not that way with custom. They, you customize, and it depends on that builder when you work through the process, what the steps are. But I would generally say once your design is complete and you're ready to start and a house is going to be that magnitude in price, you're mm-hmm. probably looking at a nine-month time frame, yeah. you know, give or take a few months just yeah. depending, but that process does take some time. Yeah, not terrible. And, you know, of course, you want them to get it right, yes. that's for sure, <laughs> you know, that price point especially. So so the buyer has to identify the lot, so it's probably not, you know, like a market or production home where they're going to be, like, in a subdivision, you know, Correct. a bunch of them lined up right. kind of thing. Most of the time, no. You know, years ago when the market was a bit different, um, you did have builders that would go in and, and buy or have a relationship with that developer where they mm-hmm. own 
along mm-hmm. the lots. Right. And honestly, the builder I work with now, Clemens, he he is a developer and he does own some land. Okay. He has opened it up now in the last few years to where he is selling those mm-hmm. lots to other builders. But when he started, it was, you know, you had to build with him. But when right. the market changed, he decided that wasn't financially sure. smart. So he will, on a case-by-case basis, um, open up those lots to other builders. But lot selection is very important. You might have this, you know, dream home in mind that may not be conducive on the lot you choose. Mm-hmm. And I always, you know, tell my buyers, please do not ever go buy a lot right. without talking to me and talking to your builder yep. because they can let you know any limitations that that lot may have. Sure. No, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, especially, again, at that price point, you know, you might be trying to square peg round hole a house in a, in a lot yes. that's, you know, not going right. to work and not going to end up with any yard left or um, that kind of thing. So from a financing standpoint, um, how does it differ? You know, obviously there's a couple different ways mm-hmm. they can, you know, skin the cat, so to speak, yes. either with a construction loan up front or maybe sometime the builder carries the financing Correct. and then they just do an end loan, which is more like a traditional purchase. Correct. What are you seeing mostly these days? Well, most custom builders will do the construction loan. They, they don't will. want to carry okay. the financial burden, um, you yep. know, for you're customizing this home for someone. Right. So if they default or don't close, sure. you're stuck with this home right. that meets somebody else's criteria. The builder I work with actually will carry the construction mm-hmm. loan for the buyer. That he's one of the only ones that I'm aware yeah. of in this market that will do that. I was going to say that's um, rare. It is, you know, and with that he wants 10% down of the sure. complete project, oh, including yeah. the lot. But I that's would too. A, <laughs> yes, that's a great deal though because yeah. he doesn't have those interest-only payments that right. you will have mm-hmm. um, through a traditional construction loan. Um, right. But construction loans now are so easy to come by. Right. A lot of banks are doing them now mm-hmm. that used to not. So right. that is really the process that most um, lenders or most builders want to. Yeah, yeah, we've definitely seen that. You know, so the builders will carry the financing a lot of times on the lower priced homes you see, or it might already be built, might be a spec home that they have sitting there, and you just Mm -hmm. purchase it like any other home. So, what are some other things that you're seeing out there right now in the market that are that are interesting or weird or uh, that kind of thing? Well, you spoke about inventory. I mean, yeah. obviously, inventory is not uh, as much out there as we'd like to see as a realtor. Right. You know, we have a buyer that wants to, you know, a lot of people now are waiting. We're not going to list our house till we find the one oh, we yeah. want because, you know, you list your house, it sells quickly, and then mm-hmm. they don't have anywhere to go. So that is how the market has shifted in the last few years. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to sell the house, let's get that burden gone, and then we'll go find something. There right. was a lot to choose from. Now there just isn't. So a lot of people are leaning more towards the building. Mm-hmm. Um, because they can now position it wisely um, right. with advice um, from someone like myself. Yeah. So they aren't moving twice. And then, you know, with someone like my builder who is carrying the construction loan, they may not mm-hmm. need that full 20% up front. Um, right. They might not need that equity, so they don't have to close on their house. And it just kind of makes a lot of sense now for them to wait versus years ago. Yeah, no, that's nice, actually. I didn't even think about that. You know, it gives them some time there to wait because, uh, you know, I don't know how it is up in Dayton. I would imagine it's very similar to Cincinnati where it's a little bit um, of a tale of two markets. You know, you're more entry-level, starter home, 150, maybe 200,000. If those things are, are priced right and moving ready, I mean, it's going to go like that. Multiple offers, probably 17 showings the first yes, day. Yes, You know, that kind of thing. So to your point, you know, if you list that home and you better have the next one ready to go because True. you find yourself homeless, you know, yes. real quick. Yep, that is, that is definitely a challenge yeah. in this market. And it doesn't have to be a challenge. You can make it work, but a lot of right. people kind of have that mindset right now. Right. Yeah, no, I'm seeing that too. We've got some clients that are like, I'm scared to list. You know, I don't yes. want to list yet. I know right. it's going to sell quick, but I can't find anything out there that I want. Right. So, yeah, so new construction um, can definitely be the way to go. We're also seeing um, some renovation financing mm-hmm. right now. Yes. You know, some of the older homes, you know, the ugly ducklings, uh, if you will. Um, I had our, our local renovation specialist on recently, and there was a stat. I had no idea, but I believe him. And he said that 70% of homes in this country were built 1950 or before. 
I did not Which know that either. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. would like to see that number maybe more in our market too instead yeah. of national number. But. Right, right. Yeah, because it makes sense probably on the East Coast especially. Correct. It's probably where it skews older, you know. The and we have a lot of, go. you know, yeah. pocket markets within our market that have mm-hmm. kind of th- those older right. homes with a charm and character that may need some renovations where I have seen an, an incline in those as well. Yeah. Okay. Type of loans. Well, so going into next year, 2020, as we're into the holiday season here, what do you see biggest challenges or opportunities? You know, as far as opportunities, I see the market, um, at least my opinion is, you know, kind of staying in a good place mm-hmm. right now as far as, you, you know, the price points are staying, you know, at a higher resale mm-hmm. market and, you know, demand. I think a lot of more people will still jump on to let's list and buy something right. else. Interest rates are, you know, you, know, you can right. talk about that. Yeah. Interest rates are still very good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people worry, you know, what's that going to, when's that rises, what's that going to do? So I think a lot right. of people are making that change now. Right. And I hope that continues through the next year. I think it yeah. will. Yep. Um, but I think new construction, you know, will continue picking up. But the key is finding home sites. You know, home sites mm-hmm. are getting limited developments that are now sold out or not a lot of opportunity. So I'm oh, hoping yeah. that more developers come out and find more land right. and, you know, zone it residential and have more home sites for us Absolutely. to choose from. We need more inventory for sure. That's part of where, you know, prices are just continuing to go up and up, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But, you know, after a while, you worry, is it, you know, unsustainable to a certain point? Right. You know, with interest rates nice and low, it's it's great because, you know, home affordability is yes. is. is you know, really great right now, but um, yeah, once the rates go up, you know, you do worry a little bit about, about what that means there. So, well, thanks so much for being here today. Yes. It was very informative. Sounds like, uh, you know, clients would be in good hands, you know, working with you, whether it's new construction or otherwise, you know, whether in the Dayton market or the north side of Cincinnati, we'll put your contact information on the bottom of the screen for the video version, and then we'll have it also in the show notes for the for the podcast audio version. Okay. But well, thank you very much for having me, and I would love to help answer any questions that anyone has about new construction or real estate in general. Perfect. Thanks, Shelly. Thank you. This has been Ryan Keeper with another edition of Intelligent Equity. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Intelligent Equity Podcast with Ryan Kiefer. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast and hit subscribe to get notification of all new episodes.